Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Would you believe it if I told you we announced this podcast six years ago, but just decided to start writing up documents for it? You're right. That would be ridiculously stupid to do. Unless you're Ubisoft. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. And then I was like, and then when the Ubisoft thing came, I was like, oh. Beyond Good and Evil 2 has its lead writer six months or six years after being announced. <laughs> what a joke. Uh, we'll get into it, though. Uh, this is the Gamers 2 podcast. No, we, no, we won't. <clears throat> well, have you? Uh, well, I mean, I'll do the intro do the, first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Gamers 2. Woo. Like um, Grape Propel. This shit? Delicious. Disgusting. You're a heathen and need to be burned at the stake. Do you float? You're a witch. Is it float or sink? Float? If you sink, you're a human. If you floated, you're a witch. Either way, you're a dead. That was the joke. Okay. Yeah. Um... Oh, did you name. did you you didn't recognize her name did you at all the writer yeah no okay i was curious because her writing uh her uh writing portfolio her her previous jobs i don't know one of them was wow so i, I don't know i, I don't okay. know yeah i didn't like recognize the person by anything yeah kind of bizarre Bizarre situation. I don't know. How bizarre. How bizarre. Do, 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 do. Copyright. Ooh, baby. <laughs> that is, yeah. Can't can't do that again. Yeah. You know? It's still just such a such both an Ubisoft and Beyond Good and Evil thing where it's like, hey, we did announce ourselves six years. And now we have our lead writer. Like, what have you been doing? Ubisoft is very Ubisoft. Like, have you just been making assets and going, man, I don't know how these work together. Whatever. <laughs> it was announced, uh, I think it was, what it was announced, I think, more than six years ago. No, I believe that is the announcement, and they were on stage less than that. Six years would put it, uh, what? Actually, no, 2016. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, right. I'm pretty sure it was longer than that, though. What was that that I just saw? Getting distracted. Sorry, <laughs> I can't. Well, I can't believe we're, we've spent this long on a story we didn't add in. Well, you know, life. I was just going to take a drive-by shot at Ubisoft 
ha-ha, laugh at their misfortune and stupidity, and then move on. I mean, we talked about Ubisoft uh, a few times in this, in this and podcast. Are all three times, ha-ha, look at their misfortune and stupidity? <laughs> um, A few of them. Uh, two of them. One of them. I don't know. There is one that's like, but that, that's cool. We'll get to it. But first. Oh, that's not the defending of the former director, is it? No. Okay. But first, you were doing the segue. But first, you know, in case you don't want to play any Ubisoft games. Is there Ubisoft games on here? Not that I know of. Okay. These are other options. Number one, the gallery for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number two, Before We Leave for the Switch. Number three, Frogun for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, South of the Circle for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Don't know Oddly what that means. sexual. Okay, that's where Matt's <laughs> going. Uh, number five, Gigapocalypse, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. What's up? I don't know. I just like the name Gigapocalypse. It's 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 not bad. It's not bad. Number six. Back to Max uh, sexual fantasies. Hard West two for the PC. Oh. And number seven, my sexual fantasies. Turbo Golf Racing for the uh, PC Xbox. Turbo Golf Racing. I don't even know what that would entail. I hope it is just Mario Kart and golf carts and they racing and- to the hole. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's it's got to be either I want go kart races in golf carts on golf tracks, like mini golf courses, basically. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Odds are even, sir. Declare your. Allegiance. I will side with the evens. You were going to say that? As the divisible numbers, we have... I don't know. <laughs> uh, I couldn't come up with any more... Uh, what's the bad word for promotional material? The bad word? Propaganda? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I don't know why. I, love, I just love word association when that happens. Like, can't think of the word. Yeah, I mean, what's the not yeah, the bad word for promotional material? <laughs> <laughs> Propaganda. It's just promotional material. I mean, that's really all it is. All with right, a, with a motive. <laughs> uh, number one, the former managing director for Ubisoft Massive, uh, David Polfed. Polfeld. There we go. <laughs> Has joined Player Unknown Productions as a senior advisor. Player Unknown Productions founder uh, Brendan Green said that he felt Polfeld, quote, would be a great fit to come and advise him on creating a successful studio culture. End quote. <laughs> Polfeld confirmed in a statement that he will, quote, help guide Brendan's hand in creating an authentic studio and a successful brand. End quote. All right, so a couple things. I don't know about this guy specifically, Polfeld. Yeah, but Massive is one of the good. Like, it, it's not an Ubisoft level one, and it's not Assassin's Creed. Like, Massive is responsible for Division. Um, so hopefully things were good there as he's like walking out to do this. Yeah, I don't know. I 
I don't know why. You, I, we both know I have a terrible memory. I don't know why I remember this, but he he like took a six month sabbatical and then officially left Ubisoft, and he left on good terms. And he left basically saying, you know, every the studios changed; it's grown significantly. I no longer have the managing skills. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, I remember that conversation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically was like, I no longer have the skill set to to run this studio. Yeah, which we thought was like a weird way to put that. Depending yeah, on what it, they meant. yeah, it was kind of like it could have went either way. Like it was a weird way to put it, or I was like, okay, this guy clearly knows his, yeah, his like lane. Knows when to know when to leave. Yeah. Uh, it, I just started laughing like so many times through that though. Yeah, because it doesn't Ubisoft and, and good studio right. culture does not go hand in hand. It's like tradition. sure. Did the you, this is going to be a? Uh, I, I just realized what I'm about to say, and I'm going to still say it. That's fine. But the analogy isn't one to one. Sure, the United States hired Nazi scientists to help win the space race, but we purposely didn't hire Nazi HR people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to know your lane. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't hire their media production. Not that it was bad. No, I mean it might have been good. We I don't I didn't watch any of their movies. I mean the content was bad. Yeah, but I mean I didn't watch like any of the propaganda. It might have been whole, poorly edited, you know. Uh, Seemed wildly successful. It. I don't know. Fully misses the mark. Yeah. Does did it though, or was it just fear of death? Um. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. I mean, this is a very philosophical. Well, not really philosophical. It's, it's not philosophical. Of, <laughs> it's, a, it's very, you know. It's a very historically us con- it's a very us conversation. Yeah. Usually not on this podcast. Yeah. Um. It is also because at one point you wrote he felt Poe felt and I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he felt Poe felt. Yeah. <laughs> that just made it really funny to me. I don't know why. Uh. Again, terrible. can't help the guy's name. That's just the way it was written. <laughs> <laughs> Number terrible. two. CD Projekt Red alumni have announced the creation of new Polish studio, Dark Passenger, which, never mind, it's too easy. Dark Passenger's debut project will be an online multiplayer title built in Unreal Engine 5, set in feudal Japan, which, honestly, all that just sounds sexy. It does. The studio didn't announce any release window for the game. From the studio's website, quote, Our goal is to create highly exciting online experiences that are focused both on cooperation and rivalry. We're fascinated by interpersonal interactions, alliances, daring confrontations, and unexpected twists of events. In order to make every game unique and surprising, we're using advanced procedural solutions. While the goal will be the same for all players, every time achieving it will require a different approach, tactics, and taken routes, end quote. Uh, somehow that reads to me like, not the, t- not the different routes and like there's a, a clear end goal because it'd be weird when you're doing a multiplayer thing to have an end goal that's different, differently achievable by everybody. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish there. But part of it, when they're like, oh, we like all the twists of events and alliances and yada, yada, I was like, oh, you guys just want to make Feudal Eve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eve Online, but it's in Feudal Japan. Feudal Japan. You and your samurai clan yeah, are going to lose $100,000 worth of f- armor. 
because the one shogun decides to go nuts. Uh, another uh, another CD Projekt offshoot. Little, yeah, little seeds sprinkling around, sprouting. A lot of a lot of sprouting going on. Yeah, a lot of sprouting or a lot of no, a lot of planting going on. Planting, yeah, definitely argue... planting because there's no sprouting yet. Exactly. I feel like this is a we've put the seeds in the pot and we've labeled it Dark Passenger Field Japan game. We'll see if it grows. Yes. Yes. Water we'll it every now and then mm-hmm. and ho- don't leave it out in the sun for too long. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. It might be a game that needs a little bit of shade. It's a morning morning flower, you know? I suspect fifty percent of these new studios, which most of them are either offshoots of Blizzard or offshoots of CD Projekt. Well, there's only I think two or three from City Project, but you get I the point. I believe two. Um, I feel like half of them are going to get consumed by a larger entity before they even come out with a game. I think they're going to be like, "Oh, I like what you're doing there. Be a real shame if we bought you." Which entity do you think buys a Project Red Studio? Or sorry, a Project Red Alumni Studio. Um, THQ, Microsoft. EA? That my first guess. My first thing that I'd want to say would be Embracer Group. Right, I agree. Um, I agree for CD, but not for Blizzard. Yeah, I think Blizzard. I feel like I feel like it'd be like just like, and oh, that's obvious. It would be like an Xbox thing or Activision well, Blizzard or something like that. That's a, my joke. Is that the former just, Blizzard ones will just get rebought by themselves? Yep. And everybody, also, will, and everybody will do the, hey, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, number three. But it'll be Microsoft, so it's different. That's why That's why I said Microsoft. Yeah, it's, not it's, actually, like, it's not actually ABK buying the now. Because it'll be like, Microsoft, it'll be like Microsoft purchasing so-and-so, and we'll just be like, wait a minute. Aren't you the guys that... And then like the last line of the, the press release will be like, uh, so-and-so studio is going to be absorbed into Blizzard. Like you Reports, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not Ruff. Phil. Yeah. Reports to Mike Yabara. And we'll all be like, what? Uh, number three, it looks like various regulators have questioned Sony in regards to Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. According to a report by VGC, Sony said the following. Quote, Call of Duty is synonymous with first-person shooter games and essentially defines that category. End quote. Sony went on to explain in the questionnaire that it's unlikely that a competitor can rival Call of Duty due to the developmental resources it uses. Quote, approximately 1,200 people work on each version and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, including AAA studios, end quote. Sony added that for the past decade, Call of Duty, quote, is overwhelmingly the best-selling game. Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console. And its community of loyal users is entrenched enough that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, product, oof, it would not be able to rival it, end quote. Uh, meanwhile, Microsoft claims that Activision Blizzard doesn't make any unique or quote, must-have, end quote, games for it to be considered a legal threat to competition. 
I love like the posturing and the shit that they like just spew out of their ass because like they just you know yeah. they're trying to get their way. How much lying can I do? Yeah, to people that don't know any better. Yeah, I don't know. I I. This is going to be an interesting one for the whole like regulating thing. Because uh, I don't think Sony's wrong with the Call of Duty aspects. Like, I think it would be near impossible for someone to come up with a competitor to Call of Duty, a real competitor to Call of Duty, uh, in, Call, in Call of Duty's current state. Like, if Call of Duty went through a couple more years of decline, like a decade of decline, then maybe. Would... So this is also coming off the backs of Activision usually having partnered with PlayStation for bonus deals. Yeah, marketing. Well, marketing plus uh, for Destiny, you when it was still with them, you had exclusive strikes that yep. you could do on PlayStation that you couldn't do on Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. And you had uh, exclusive like multiplayer map. Call of Duty was uh, the alpha, betas, and, and all that. Else. Yeah. So... If you're Microsoft, do you just wait and then throw that back in Sony's face when they try to do it again? If they try to be buddy-buddy with them and go, hey, you just said we can't do that. So, no, neither can you, you fucking morons. I don't know. I feel like there's going to end up being some weird agreement. Like, I mean, they have already have, like, they already said that. Microsoft's already said that they're going to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation, but like I feel like there's going to need to be some sort of formal agreement for regulators to be like, it's cool. Also, Call of Duty is developed by four separate studios. Yeah. So, like, how do you how do you say that they're on? What you know, like, oh, well, it has more yada yada. Of course, it's development portfolio. Like, yeah, it employs multiple studios. The same way that you guys, when you do Naughty Dog, in place. In- Naughty Dog does The Last of Us. You grab, you bought up and killed six different support studios to try to help them remake a game again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or sorry, I remake don't know. a game for the first time after remastering it for the first time. <laughs> Semantics. I don't know. But then you have Microsoft saying that Activision Blizzard doesn't make any unique or must have games okay yeah i agree with that it's it the it's the must-have part the unique is a weird thing because technically everything is a unique game yeah everything by definition is a unique game unless you're in their eyes you're going to argue well you you have battlefield you can still play battlefield so it's not like you can't play a shooting game you had battle of honor yeah, I don't know. I you think they're both. Zone, yeah. I think they're both fucking talking out of their ass. At this oh, point, for sure. But... It's just them pissing back and forth. But yeah, it, okay. Over- you can't. You can't Overwatch. have Call Overwatch of Duty. Is not even a thing if, anymore. If Call of Duty can't be called must have, then no game can be called must have. Okay. I mean, this is me being petty and stupid. Um, well, yeah, I'm aware. That obviously, I'm du- obviously. Anyone, that's the clear argument against the 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 term must have. It's right. Like there's there's no such thing as must have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, but I, then I, again, the argument could also be made like no company could realistically devote twelve hundred people 
to a game and expect to get the return that Call of Duty does. Like you can't my Sony's argument is that you can't compete against Call of Duty because you couldn't a, a company couldn't couldn't use the same resources and the same amount of people and everything like that and then end up getting the same results. Which would be a fun social experiment. Obviously we can't do it in this yeah, in this world. But first off, Sony bowed out of the argument years ago. They literally gave up in trying to compete with Call of Duty at any given point. Which is kind of the point <laughs> that right. they're making. But that's years ago. Like, you guys mm-hmm. already gave up. Like, you can't argue it now. You you yeah. stopped fighting years ago. It's not like you're still trying. It's like when if, if well, EA came back out and said, I think that's the point, though, because if if. At the time, Call of Duty was exclusive to Mike, to Microsoft. They would have kept competing, but because they had Call of Duty on PlayStation, and they could compete against it, they said, "Well, why compete? We're getting money from the sales, anyways." Call of Duty's been around for what twenty years, roughly. I don't know. Early two thousands, maybe the nineties. I don't remember exactly. We'll we'll just say ballpark twenty years. No matter what your brand is, if you've survived 20 years, here's here's the the basically the cut and dry of what I'm about to say. Let Activision still be bought, like in my fake scenario here, for testing Sony's bullshit. Let Activision be bought. They lose the Call of Duty license, and Sony acquires it. Sony is then allowed to hire X amount of people that were just working on Call of Duty. Not the same people, just the same number of people. They have the Call of Duty name. Activision is allowed to just make whatever shooter they want to call it. They just can't call it Call of Duty. And now with the same people, and now you guys own the title Call of Duty, which one does better? You know your answer. Yes. Which is why their argument's bullshit. The answer is... Activision wins. But you can't divorce the fact that everyone knows. Like if you could if you could erase everyone's memory and just have God, I want to so bad. <laughs> erase my memory and let me play Red Dead again. And just have like if pre internet, if you did that, Call of Duty would the new the Sony Call of Duty would sell better. But with the idea of the internet and everyone knowing that that would be the situation, everyone would go with the Activision Blizzard game, the Activision call, like the new, the Activision FPS. Right. Because it's made by the same people that make ass at making a good shooting yeah. game, not just the name. So if that's the case, no such acquisition can ever happen ever again. Well, that's the, that's, this is why we have regulators. <laughs> I know, but like this is where the fun comes. This in would this. be like if if this Google is... was like we're buying Apple, regulators would be like, "No, yeah. that ain't happening." But this is the fun part where it's like <laughs> I I just I'm belittling an entire argument yeah. because it's what I love to do. But Sony on their high horse can't do this because then they theoretically would not be allowed to buy Bungie. That's a bold statement, though. What competes with Destiny? 
nothing. Nothing because and Destiny's it would be a not weird, really competitive in that way. And it would be a weird thing for you to tell me that you could hire an entire studio and build a clone to Destiny that would be competitive with Destiny. So it'd be weird for a, you, me to allow you to buy Bungie. I mean, here's the weird thing. Well, it's I get I, the argument you're making. It's it's belittling the same thing, but it's just, hey, big popular online multiplayer game, not not even in the same hemisphere as Call of Duty. I'm aware of the number difference, mm-hmm. but it there is not a competitor to, to Destiny. There's not the same way that there's not a quote competitor to Call of Duty, though many people would claim that there is. I, I wish I, I wish we had a whiteboard because like the oh, we'd be, point I'd want to illustrate would be like we'd be we need two whiteboards. I mean, <laughs> the only real competitor, I guess, the only direct competitor to Call of Duty is Battlefield, and it doesn't really compete because the numbers aren't even close. And what are we defining as a competitor? Apex is a competitor. Yeah, and the other thing, like Destiny, for example, has multiple competitors, but none of them have this staying power that that Destiny does. What's Destiny's first competitor? I don't know. Like Outrider is a competitor. Um, like it has a it's had it was a, a competitor. Series. I I agree with you. It was a competitor for about a month though. Yeah, because yeah. literally but, nobody plays it anymore. But the they problem is though, the like LC destiny numbers play. are here, and then their competitors like they'll get a random competitor that will spike that number, then decrease. Then another one that spikes that number, then decreases. Whereas Call of Duty's like way up here, and even Battlefield on a good year is like here. Yeah. So it's like. But it's a weird. It's a. It's not a com- fair comparison. Call of Duty's competition now is Apex and Valorant and yeah, all these other shooters. Which it is. It is the joke from a. Oh god, this is a Tosh special. It's not you versus. This is him talking about cheating on his girlfriend. By the way, mm-hmm. it's not you versus one random whore. It's you versus. 9,000 Persian hordes, and you will die. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. Well, that's... Call of Duty will die in some. One of the, one of the lines of our simulation, somewhere mm-hmm. Call of Duty dies down yeah. one path, depending on which scenario gets the butterfly. Well, it's kind of funny met. because the, the closest analogy to Call of Duty is another Activision Blizzard game, which is wow. Like, they both occupy the same position in their markets. Okay. All right. I thought for some, re- for some reason I was uh, uh, I was interpreting that as that you were saying Call of Duty was competing with WoW. And I wanted to so badly understand <laughs> how, you did, how you had gotten to that. No, like, <laughs> they both occupy, like, kind of the same position in their markets. And even WoW doesn't really have the same... Exactly. Same. Like, that, I think, they're, they're right by picking the biggest target. Obviously, the biggest target mm-hmm. is Call of Duty. Yeah, but they can't they can't make that argument with WoW anymore because WoW has fallen off a cliff mm-hmm. relative to its standing even four years ago. Yeah, uh, the problem with and that... especially because Final Fantasy went insane. Yeah, so now you can't have that argument anymore. Yeah, but the problem with also Sony can't make that argument anyway because they wouldn't have WoW to begin with. Yeah, the problem with that argument though, and that kind of feeds back into the idea that. They're kind of right that you can't compete with Call of Duty. Is WoW is how old and it hasn't really they've updated it, but it's never been new. Whereas Call of Duty, you get at least every two years, usually every year. So, so what it's if, like new every year. What if this is this would be a marketing nightmare or like 
stock market exchange everything nightmare abk gets broken up microsoft acquires king blizzard and activision is told to piss off alone does sony still bitch I think the only thing Activision can walk away <laughs> Sony with, wouldn't bitch because they'd start buying chunks of Activision. The only thing that Activision no, they wouldn't be allowed. Uh, so Activision would be forced to, to they're forced to be own. independent because if Microsoft can't own them, neither can that'd Sony. Be a, that'd that be would, like a death sentence. The only person, well, no, the only fine. person that could own them would be like Embracer, EA, Two K. Like it would have to be somebody yeah, that doesn't make be a like console. A smaller, like Sony, Microsoft. You guys aren't allowed to own them anymore. Uh, but Blizzard and King will allow to get purchased. I don't like this is we've been talking the literal only thing I know we're talking way too much about the fucking third story. The only thing that Activision would be able to take away Mm -hmm. is Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, and Tony Hawk, which they're already they already canned the other one based on a vicarious story. So they have nothing else new except for Call of Duty, and they would be out. All the IP that is still like making a ton of money is still going to microsoft yeah i mean this is already kind of a dumb situation because microsoft's already agreed to keep call of duty on playstation for the next few years yes so it's just yeah i mean we all know it's gonna happen and it's but it'll happen behind it'll happen behind closed doors more like microsoft's gonna five years from now it's gonna use the leverage of Blizzard, Call of Duty, Bethesda, whatever other fucking thing you want to pull out of Microsoft's fucking rabbit hat. And it'll just be like, well, you can't have these anymore unless you let us put Game Pass on the PlayStation. And we'll give you X percentage cut of each subscription that happens on the PlayStation. Zero, zero, one. Yeah. Bitch. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, it for sure, that's all inevitable. It, it's the, for me, it's just that the, uh, one of two things, I guess, either Sony's pissed that they didn't have a chance to buy it, which they never would have bought it anyway. No, they wouldn't have. And two, it's the, the shut the door after the horse is gone issue you stopped competing years ago you literally gave up from my in my perspective with trying to do multiplayer games at any point or anything and you're in all internal internal studios all double down on single player games now two of your studios make impressively beautiful single player games that i would argue if Microsoft tried to put the same amount of manpower in to make an Uncharted or a Last of Us, they would fail wholeheartedly, a la Halo Infinite. So, what weird you know angles do you want to take there? That's not the point. It's just that I just the, the way that I think the arguments you're trying to make it goes towards Sony's argument, though. That's that's my we we think about things different on like a yin and yang situation. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it does go towards their argument, but it's the counter where I would then say, fine, you need to now let go of uh, San Diego or uh, Santa Monica or Naughty Dog. They have to be gone or available on all platforms. And then just stare at them and go, I'll make Call of Duty available on all platforms. You make Naughty Dog games available on all platforms. And then they just go, okay, whoa, hey, hey. 
let's just calm down for a second. We don't want to be talking all crazy out here. Yeah, because but now, now Microsoft's reason... bought studios that do single-player games at the same numbers that Sony does. Yeah, but not the same quality. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, We're talking about and and, and even then, numbers, we still don't know if it's 100% individual sales or Game Pass, which is the, you know, there's yeah. a there's a fine line there, too. But it would be hysterical because why would you buy a PlayStation if the Sony Studios weren't part of it. You can buy... You can play Uncharted on Xbox. Do you then buy a PlayStation? Yeah, I mean... See, now that's an interesting argument. Because... They're arguing that... Call of Duty has too much sway over console... Console purchases. When it's available on both. Yet... I'm sure if you polled PlayStation owners, the sole reason why they have a PlayStation is because of PlayStation exclusives. Yes. So they are philosophically arguing against their practice, their business practice. Hey, Nate, why'd you buy a PlayStation? Uh, Because it has exclusives and everything else I can play on my PC. Yeah. So you don't need an Xbox? No, literally Microsoft is releasing everything for the PC and the Xbox. So So like what do you play Call of Duty on? PC. PlayStation? Uh the show. For like, now. Gran Turismo. Ghost of Tsushima. Like <laughs> Yeah. If I could play all those things on PC, I wouldn't own a console. Same. Same, same. There you go. Let's move on. We've talked about this. At that point, I would own only a Switch. I know, but that's like, that's the you know that's the you and I that's the Nate and Matt difference. Nintendo heathens. All right, number four. Talked about that for way too fucking long. Google Play has updated its developer program policies with a number of new rules. You gonna make it heartburn, heartburn a little bit? Yeah, dude. I'm I'm hurting over here. <laughs> It's a good thing there weren't any fry for cookies. Not only would you have tanked my workout schedule, oh yeah, would have ate all that entire... like acidity, and then you throw in the sugar. Yeah, I mean, because you and I have never not finished an entire box. My esophagus would look like a goddamn volcano. I was going to make a way worse joke. <laughs> uh, beginning September 30th, unexpected full screen interstitial—that's a word we don't use often—ads that pop up when users have chosen to do something else will not be allowed. On top of that, users may be able to quit out of full-screen interstitial ads within 15 seconds unless they specifically opted into it for an in-game reward, for example. Or it doesn't interrupt normal use of the app. Google gave an example of an acceptable non-skippable ad being one that appears after the score screen following a gameplay session. Additionally, if an app targets children, users must be able to skip advertising that interferes with normal app use within 5 seconds. All sounds like good changes. Yeah. Makes me suspicious. I also that well that's true. Everything makes me suspicious. But I also hate the phrase all the time, no matter what we're ever talking about, this is just like going back years now and to the future. I hate the phrase targets children. Targets children? Yeah. Why is that? It's just something about it, man. I just I Is it know. the word target? 
<laughs> no, specifically the two of them together. Targets children. Because all I'm picturing, and this is... This Think is our, of the kids. This is our view of corporate America. All I'm picturing is the... This is a... This is going to be a meme that I'm going to have to explain, but which makes it not great. But you know the kid that's like pumped up? He's basically a toddler. And he's doing like the yeah, like the f- fist where he's like, yeah, exactly. Like the, yep. I don't know, either like got it or determined or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Like baby, I think he's wearing like a, like a green striped shirt or something. And it's just like, yeah. And I'm just picturing that being up in a boardroom office with a bullseye on the kid. And then just says money, money, money around it. <laughs> you might not be far off. And it's just like, what if you guys didn't target kids? Like targeting kids. Why? Why does my brain work the way it does? Targeting kids should be a phrase reserved for pedophiles. I mean, they are the only people from a certain point of view. They kind of are pedophiles. Oh, oh God. <laughs> All right, I didn't expect the the yes and of that, where, where you went, yes, but. <laughs> Do you care to elaborate that? Because they want the kitties. They want to exploit the kitties. The children. Ad companies targeting kids or pedophiles. Exactly. All right. There you go. We solved it. World peace. Uh... <laughs> Number five. The analogy. We have jumped to so many conclusions. One of my nephews asked me what our podcast was called the other day, and I said, it's not for kids, (laughs) and I refused to tell him. (laughs) Did you just look at at his father and go, no. Uh, Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Um, Number five. During EA's earnings call, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I'm just picturing that entire scenario. Hey, so what's your podcast? I'll shut the fuck up. Can nobody talk to you? <laughs> uh, CEO Andrew Wilson addressed recent rumors that EA was looking to be acquired. First, saying that he wouldn't comment on quote rumors and speculation from from some small red media outlets. End quote. Do you know what that means? I don't know what that means. He then said that EA was in an, quote, incredible position and was soon to become, quote, the largest standalone independent developer and publisher of interactive entertainment in the world, end quote. He continued, quote, in a world where gaming is becoming more important to the lives of Gen Z and Gen Alpha, who will be the leading generation in terms of consumption entertainment for the future, I don't think we could be in a stronger position as a standalone company, end quote. Uh, a random detail also from the earnings call. Live titles represent 73% of EA's business. I slurred the 70 there. I did. Uh, it was more of like my tongue spasmed yeah, out. I can hear it. it like stalled. <laughs> so, uh, 73. Um, it's almost like a Timmy moment. Three. Who, the, who the hell is Gen Alpha? I don't know. I said the same thing when I read that. I'm like, who the fuck's Gen Alpha? Is that after Z now? I guess. They just, well, Z, I guess they're starting over. Alpha? Are they starting to do Alpha, oh, Beta? God, is there Gen Beta? Those guys, are, those kids are going to be insufferable. 
Bunch of beta bitches. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a beta. The the alpha beta wars are going to be. So did is Gen Alpha going to think they're better than everyone else because they're Alpha? Or are they going to act like betas confusedly? Uh, the starting point for Gen Alpha is early to mid twenty tens as the starting birth years. So 2010s. Damn. We're old. Yep. You want to think about it anymore? I, I don't. <laughs> what are we? We're technically millennials, right? Yes. Damn. We're millennials, but on the like back end of it. Like, are we in the starting end of it? No. I believe we're on the back end of it. Or like middle of it, because like I think, uh, I think Lawrence and those guys consider themselves millennials as well. Mm. Yeah, I guess that would work out because my brother I think was the beginning of of yeah. Because then like right after us is, um, Z Z Gen Z, and we I love how like millennials take the rap for Gen Z basically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like sorry. <laughs> Are, uh. are bad. <laughs> they didn't mean to whatever. All right. There you go. Try Ernie's to, call. Somebody had... Oh, God. Can I just save this fucking image? Somebody had, uh, had sent me a snap where they had the person... It was, it was like a picture of them at like a bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a, maybe a four-second video. Oh, it was is it going to be like the age that turned 21 thing? No, 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 okay. no. no. These, these, this person is older than I am. Um, but they're like live music, and they're showing the back of some woman's head. And then there's a guy talking in her ear. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, holy shit, it's the meme come to life. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh my god, the meme you, of the never dude seen it? With his hand around her? No, this one. Okay, yeah. It's this. It's like the same one. Yeah, there's the sports one, but that's the club version. Yep. But yeah, there's the sports one where it's, bro, you wouldn't believe. And then, yeah. <laughs> that one. That, one's, got, that one's creepy because he's got his hand around her neck. Well, that kind of weird. That whole image is haunting because... He looks like a the biggest douche. Yeah. And she is clearly not having it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I've I've now been distracted by needing to explain a meme. It's you're gonna explain a lot of memes, it seems like. What can I say? I'm a meme explainer. <laughs> He's a meme lord. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyway, no. What? Get out of here. Don't call me that. You don't use those derogatory terms against me like that. You can't stop uh, The EA one is funny, though, just because I'm wondering if he said small red but meant like R-E-A-D. Like... Like red, not, yeah, like not red a lot. Not the color. Oh, red. oh, like it was a typo, and there was yeah, missing like an not a. the color red. Yeah, yeah, because the color thing doesn't make sense. It, I don't know. It, it yeah. doesn't make sense. So uh, maybe you're right. It, <laughs> either way, if they're if that if the color thing does mean thing that small red media, that implies that there's big red media, and we need to take down big red media. <laughs> I'm here campaigning on behalf of number six, Activision <laughs> Blizzard and NetEase have killed an unannounced World of Warcraft mobile spinoff, citing financial disagreements as the reason for the move. A Bloomberg report unveiled that the title had been in development for three years, with disagreements over financial terms eventually leading to the project's demise. According to Bloomberg sources, over 100 developers assigned to the game were let go from NetEase with an unknown number offered internal transfers. The title, codenamed Neptune, was aiming to be a mobile-based MMO spin-off set in the World of Warcraft universe, but during a different time period, not a mobile port of the original game. Dodge the bullet. Would have been interesting. I suppose. But I agree. Bullet dodged. I wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah, I mean, that's... um... Because anytime you're trying to do another MMO in the same universe, but in a different timeline, 
now you've just confused everybody playing which one of the versions of the game with what's going on in the other one and how you interact at all. Yeah, I think this is just a temporary stay of our um, temporary stay of execution of our last remaining bits of hope for the gaming industry, though, because like with how successful Diablo Immortals has been, I, I can't imagine that they will they will not do more mobile games like that. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. We actually have a Diablo Immortal story at the Ooh, end. Ooh, Diablo. Well, little tidbit. Um, Let's see here. What are we on? Number seven, Tencent and Logitech have unveiled a partnership to create a handheld cloud gaming console. The device, slated to release later this year, will support several existing cloud gaming services, including Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now. As of now, the console does not have a retail price, technical specifications, or images. It doesn't exist. It's not I say, so they've literally said, we have an idea. Well, I read when I first read this, and I was like, oh, uh, has unveiled a device, a, a handheld cloud gaming console. Isn't that a cell phone? Speaking of cell phones, uh, did you see the the Zenfone Nine? I know you're in the market for a cell phone. Yeah, but I, but I like have mine picked out. I know, but I'm just saying you know, I gotta throw a monkey wrench in there. Uh, what even is what is a Zenfone Nine? Is it Asus? Oh God, I'm already turned off. I'm already annoyed. It's interesting. It sounds interesting. So did the Windows Phone, and I'm already annoyed. I mean, it's it's what's interesting about it. Okay. Is that it's the Pixel approach? So it's a basically a sh- it's a clean version of Android, and then like the phone is amped up. You know, it's high for high for refresh rate uh, display. Yeah, I need that. It's nice. Just look at it. God <laughs> damn it, kids these days. I'm not playing Apex on my phone. I'm not saying you need to. I mean, I'm just saying it looks nice. It's not huge. What's the it's cost? got great battery What's life. Um, it's it's not. It, it was like in the range of the Pixel Six A, which is the only reason why I, I don't know the exact price, but it was like close to the price of the Six A, which was what surprised just, me about it. I'm just staring at it with just <laughs> just shit skeptical. Eyes. <laughs> like this is my skepticism look. I don't even remember who makes it. To be honest with you, look that's, that's the best part where I know I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because I, who, who makes it? Uh, honestly, you know what? Also, I got amped up about it. Yeah, it's an ASUS phone. It has a, a fucking headphone jack. <laughs> well, hell yeah, I'm always down for a headphone jack. That reminds me, my headphones are outside. I need to get them. I'll look up the price while you're doing the next story. Okay, number eight. Deja Vu. Staff at Blizzard Albany, formerly Vicarious Visions, have accused Activision Blizzard of trying to undermine its efforts to unionize. It said that Activision Blizzard has, quote, chosen to delay recognition of our union in a futile effort to disband it, end quote. In a response to the allegations, an Activision Activision Blizzard spokesperson said that the company is looking to instead hold a studio-wide vote on unionization for staff at Blizzard Albany. Okay. Okie dokie, artichokey. Okie dokie. 
the fact that you haven't found a price this fast, also not good. Uh, six ninety nine. Okay, that's about two hundred dollars more than. That's not terrible. It's <laughs> not terrible. <sighs> Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, my with... phone serves a purpose. I know. It a does. minimal purpose. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I think that's my favorite point. My favorite point you have. It's interesting. Well, like, what am I supposed to do? Rattle off tech, spe- test tech specs to you? You're going to be like, I don't fucking give a shit about that's, that. That's basically what's going to happen, yes, is you would have to do that in order to encourage me. And at the same time, I wouldn't give a shit. But that's my favorite thing, is you're basically doing what any girl trying to sell her like guy friend to her other girlfriend he's interesting well you tell me something else about him he's interesting <laughs> it's basically like just go look for yourself bro all right yeah, i don't know what but to it's tell also you. usually in that situation it's because they don't want to start admitting all the bad things but they can't think of the good thing to sell them on i mean the the worst thing about it is the price if anything like, just compared to a pixel phone like he's over six foot okay eat shit for a living okay well now nah, wait a second <laughs> it's like, like i said he's we're interesting. Like, we're he's playing interesting. we're playing baggage right now <laughs> oh we gotta get back to watching that yeah they started putting up episodes again yep yep God, i still gotta play that too baggage dude you imagine putting that show together currently with my situation i mean i don't do we put together baggage or just a disappointment.com which one <laughs> would you like a good fact or a bad fact <laughs> all right number nine uh the development of a rumored assassin's creed game titled titans has reportedly been placed on an indefinite hold a reddit user claims to have heard from an undisclosed source who works as a technical artist on the game that development of Assassin's Creed Titans has been shut down. As the studio's workforce has been told to work on Assassin's Creed Infinity instead. Uh, based on details that have been shared with the Reddit user, development of Assassin's Creed Titans was roughly 40% complete. Uh, players used a character creator to define the appearance of the protagonist, who is said to have become trapped inside the Animus as an assassin. The game is said to be reusing some assets from Immortals Phoenix Rising, including monsters such as Cerberus, Minotaur, and Hydra. The source claims that the game also features some original monsters, such as uh, Jotun, Jotun, is that how you say that? Jotun. Jotun, and a Kraken. Jotuns are the, the giants. Yeah. Um... Assassin's Creed Titans is said to be tied into Odyssey and Valhalla's storylines with Mal Ivor and Cassandra even showing up as NPCs in the game's hub. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. It almost Rising isn't even close to the same art style, which is the first weird weird take. Yep. And then two kinda kinda good, I I think that has been shut down. Yeah. Like so I'm trying not to sneeze. No, you're fine. But now I'm gonna wait. <laughs> uh, no, but I it, almost and I almost think it might be like not necessarily an Assassin's Creed game, but a Fien- or an Immortals game, right? Because there was supposed to be another Immortals game. There was, yeah. And the 
and it would not be unlike Ubisoft to have random tie-ins to all its other games to see Cassandra and Ivor in the hub. Like that wouldn't even be <laughs> Ubisoft. A, wouldn't even be. I you could have seen Sam Fisher in there, and yeah. nobody would have blinked. Like Sam, why are you running around over here with the Greek gods? Do you know Sam Fisher's an assassin? Yeah, and all you would just hear is and all, like, the whole night vision turn on, and then you'd see a guy be like, "Oh, Cerebus has three eyes." Oh no, that's Sam Fisher. Like that's all it just would be a big haha joke, and then all right, cool, Sam Fisher's here. But also, you guys got to calm down with the Assassin's Creeds. We got to scale back a little bit. Yeah. Again, I told you to do this years ago, and then you put out Origins, and everybody loved you. I don't know how many times I have to keep telling you what to do. (laughs) I like how like Ubisoft's like, all right, we're gonna do an Assassin's Creed game every two years now. We're not gonna do it every year. And then they released two back-to-back, and then there was, like, a, a wait. I think there was a, a two-year wait, and then Valhalla. And now they're just, like, ah. and they're like, they got, like, eight going, and they're, like, oh, it's we're going to release them all at once. <laughs> it's the, it's the like, part of it that pissed me off so much because it used to be a yearly game. They're, like, drug they, addicts. And then they took a break. Yeah. And then they released Origins. And everyone was, like, this was fucking great. And Origins was great. Yeah. And then they put out DLC, and they supported it. And yep. then halfway towards the end of Origins, they went. Odyssey comes out in the fall. And I immediately went, it, fucking excuse me? You just said, oh, oh, you. <laughs> it was basically me just not being able to articulate my anger. And I slowly had steam coming out of my ears. Then Odyssey came out. And I still played it. And then I got really pissed off because way too much boats. And <laughs> then I was like, okay, two years. And then we get Valhalla. But I believe Valhalla was a one-year project. Or was it two? I don't remember now. I feel like it was two, but I'm not sure. I feel like it was two as well. I feel like it was two because it got delayed, though. Mm-hmm. But either way, it was two. And Valhalla, good. And then after Valhalla got done, they went, by the way, I have eight more projects lined up. What? Yeah. And we're starting with one in three months. And then three months after that. And then two years after that, and then another one, and another one, and you will play it until you die. They're like, whoa, the, hey, hey, oh, it's just, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> all right, so the positive takeaway here, like, all right, the, the way that this turns out in a positive way is if we are just getting snippets of the assassin, what's happening with Assassin's Creed, and what's really going on is Infinity is a live service game, and these are all teams working on components for Infinity. So, like, they release Infinity, and then they have, like, years' worth of content right. banked up. Which is what I had, I think you and I both had predicted uh, maybe three episodes ago or something when discussing Infinity, of having seasons in it to drop constant content. Yeah. To actually have a live service game. And not do what they currently do, where they go, yeah, there's a season in Assassin's Creed. You show up and assassinate somebody. Yeah. That's how I picture everybody at Ubisoft talking, by the way. And then every now and then you just have, you hear from, like, the bowels of Ubisoft. Like, just, like, like a, a voice beckoning him to the basement. Eve, come. Come, Eve. Come, I need more of your soul. I'm looking for the one known as Eve Gimor. He once promised me a game where Sam Fisher did something new 
It's been 85 years. Number 10. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. It looks like a casting script for the next Tomb Raider game has leaked online. According to the casting script, the project is codenamed Jawbreaker. The game is... That's... Never mind. I, that is a terrible joke. The game is set to have a grounded tone with fantastical elements. Okay, so every time that that comes up, I believe they mean fantasy elements. And every time I read fantastical, I just think, oh, go right. <laughs> go right. I hate that whole idea, though. Oh, it's going to be a grounded game with fantastical elements or fantasy elements. Then is it grounded? Yeah, it's grounded, but you can fly in the wings of a serpent god. Yeah. Hold on. What? <laughs> Fucking oxymoron. The voice actor for the protagonist, Laura Croft, is British and in her thirties. With an why is this a thing? With an athletic build and the height and a height of five. It's a casting six. script. Is, is, why is that in any of this? Because it's a casting script. Is that what they're looking for? Yes. Okay. So the voice actor for the protagonist, Mister T, Laura Croft, is hopefully going to be british and in her 30s with hopefully an athletic build and a height of five foot six inches specifically like, this is the person they're looking for to play her okay it's just the way that that's written is that is the voice actor and here are some weird details about specifically that person <laughs> well maybe that is the case and it's the voice actor why do they have to be five foot six it's the voice actor not the i don't know person. i mean this this is a i'm assuming it's for motion capture when, I was say is a vo- if I was doing a voice thing, and they went, "Hey, you need to be six foot five for this voice part." I would just ask them, "Are you stupid? What? <laughs> Do you just want somebody to look at? Why does even the athletic build matter?" Bro, I don't know. I if didn't write. I didn't actor. write the casting script. I don't know what you I want know, from me. No, I'm not trying to attack you, but it's coming off that way. <laughs> you stupid! <laughs> <laughs> you stupid fuck! Uh, the Lara featured in this iteration of the series is experienced with years of protecting artifacts, a.k.a. stealing them and murdering every tribal person around them, and adventures in her list of accomplishments. The casting script also has a note that the female actor they're looking for may have, quote, romantic scenes with another female character, end quote, because that's what I want in my Tomb Raiders. I mean, I really don't give a shit, but, like, why... I don't know, man. I don't. I haven't played the last Tomb Raider. It was okay. It wasn't like anything remarkable. It was a Tomb Raider. I, I mean, you know, take it for what you want. Yeah. I just never care for any of the romance. I just want to. I want to learn about civilizations, and try this time to not murder indigenous people in their millions. I'm not trying to be British colonizing India. You know that would I mean? be an interesting take on Tomb Raider, though. Is not it, murdering everybody? So you know how in Sniper Elite you get the thing at the end and it's like lethal, non-lethal, you know, yeah, aggressive, yeah. stealthy. It'd be really interesting if you played through, if if the game was set up to you, for you to learn some interesting things about, like, whatever the culture is that you were going to like, steal I, shit from. Like, I want a lot of the elements out of the Assassin's Creed touring mode. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. And then you have a choice that you can play the game Lethal, non-lethal. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna use lethal, non-lethal sure, yep. for this example. I want you to and call then, it colonizing and visiting. Yeah, you're either a colonizer <laughs> or you're an ally. Yeah, you're a tourist. Yep. 
and depending on like how you get you things imagine, accomplished, you imagine that was the actual scale, <laughs> or like what you do with the artifacts, or how many artifacts you destroy, or whatever like that, you'll get a rating at the end, and it'll be like a like our lethal non lethal map. Yeah. Like yep, how many right there how me. many indigenous people did you murder in this playthrough? Yeah. Or how many people did you did you murder that weren't indigenous? Yeah. But they're all there and blowing up the entire jungle because they're looking for one relic somewhere. Yeah. There you go. We just we just we rebuilt we redesigned Tomb Raider for the modern era. You're welcome. Uh and to finish off this story, none other than the Long Islander himself, Colin Moriarty over at Sacred Symbols, was hit with a DMCA takedown notice from Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix after he and his co-host read part of the script and acted out a scene. And this does lead a little bit of credibility to the leak, but usually with any of that stuff, you just want to lock... You need to DMCA things like that anyway if it's even close to the idea. The story was pretty outrageous. It was pretty outrageous. And you have to begin to protect your IP if you're going to be doing anything. Otherwise, when your IP comes up, they'll be like, well, you didn't do anything to protect it here. So, hence the usually the issue with ROMs and stuff. It's all the same. All right. Let's speed run some stuff. All right, number 11. Reuters has reported that Tencent is determined to raise its current 5% stake in French game developer and publisher Ubisoft, intending to eventually become the single largest shareholder of the company. A part of the stake purchase would be grabbed directly from the Guimau family, which currently holds 15% of Ubisoft. Reuters says that Tencent representatives flew to France in May to meet the Guimauts, offering them a non-binding offer describing the investment's basic terms and conditions. The pricing is extremely attractive for the family, offering roughly 100 euros per share with a premium of 100 which is a premium of 127% over the average Ubisoft stock price traded in the last few months. There it is. Tencent. Trying to grab Ubisoft. It begins. It does begin. Anyway, there was also a Pokemon Presents stream. We got some more. I'm literally going to. I'm not going to detail on any of this shit. That's fine. You do what uh, you Pokemon want to do. Scarlet and Violet got some uh, more details, so there's a uh, more video out with more deeper dives. Pokemon Go, the Ultra Beasts are gathering at Pokemon Go Fest on August 27th. Pokemon Unite got a new game mode uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Pokemon Masters EX uh fucking got some stuff pokemon cafe remix got some stuff so if you play any of those games go check them out that's literally all you need to know and i don't care more than that hey all right now for the quick things mgm has lost the movie rights to tomb raider and apparently there's a bidding war going on for the rights uh do, 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 do. speaking of tomb raider it looks like the script for the next tomb raider we talked about that it's kind of a wild story i forgot to remove that unity is reportedly looking to create a separate chinese unit independent from the rest of the business in order to strengthen operations there kind of a smart move actually separate those two in case of you know china things uh ps5 production is now experiencing less friction as there are much less constraints from component supplies yet logistical lead times uh haven't hit pre-pandemic levels 
TwitchCon San Diego will not require masks or vaccinations, which is in accordance with local guidelines. Uh, Amazon's game streaming service Luna has launched on Samsung's 2022 smart TVs and monitors. Hey. Diablo Immortal, uh, a Diablo Immortal whale, uh, JT It's All Business, that's his name, claims to have lost access to Battlegrounds and Right of Exile PvP games after spending $100,000 on Blizzard's RPG. Well, who's the idiot? He's the idiot. Thank you. He literally bought himself out of matchmaking. That's That's what the theory is. Probably true. Uh, A rumor via Jeff Grubb, besides Black Panther, EA is reportedly working on a second single-player game based on an unknown Marvel IP. Tom Henderson has heard that it's Iron Man. Again. According to Tom Henderson, Dead Island 2 will be re-revealed later this year, possibly at the Game Awards. I hope they do a Goat Simulator trailer. That would be awesome. That's a good idea. Still don't release it. Love it. Uh, Sony has announced PlayStation Tournament's Evo Lounge, a new live show that will feature, quote, exciting content and reveals, end quote, from top fighting game developers and publishers. The live stream will run alongside Evo 2022. Which I believe is this weekend. It is. Probably have to check that out. I won't know. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Yeah, I won't have any idea what's going on. But watching some grand finals sometimes of fighting games, mm-hmm. you're just like, this is insane. <clears throat> so. Yep. I agree. Out of my depth. Bethesda's Creation Engine 2.0 is an updated and overhauled version of their original Creation Engine, not a new engine from the ground up. Right. Why is this in here? Because I read a piece on about it the other day, and they definitively like went into detail. So they finally confirmed everything that you and I have known. Yes. Okay. That's why it's in here. <laughs> Because we said that this was probably the case, and guess what? It's the case. Dead by Daylight's second Resident Evil collaboration adds Ada, Rebecca, and uh, Wesker. Remedy has postponed its first multiplayer game, codenamed Vanguard, to 2023. Multiverses Season 1 and Morty from Rick and Morty's inclusion has been delayed. Square Enix wants to sell stakes in some of its development studios... To improve capital efficiency. This would be mostly aimed at EU and US-based studios centered around large titles. Coke Media has rebranded to Play On. I like that. The Quake Because Con- I never remember how to re- pronounce Coke Media. Yeah, which they made they basically said that that was why they did it. Shocker. Uh the QuakeCon twenty twenty two schedule was released, and guess what's not on it? Starfield. It's not surprising. It is when you look at what else is on the schedule. When is QuakeCon? Um, fuck, I looked it up too. It's it's um, it's this fall. And when you say like when, early, what fall, else I is think. on the schedule? What else is on the schedule? Everything else, Bethesda. So Skyrim stuff. Um, very clearly, Skyrim stuff. Yep. Then who gives a shit? Not Elder Scrolls, which means literally Elder Scrolls is on. Elder Scrolls is on there, but I'm pretty sure it's online. Elder Scrolls is online, right? So if it's ESO stuff, that makes sense. If it's Skyrim, then all you're going to be getting is, hey, it's playable on your toaster now. Yeah, basically along those lines. It's like it's 
It's everything Bethesda, but not Starfield. Well, it should be everything Bethesda because it is QuakeCon. Like mm-hmm. that's why they do it. But I I would expect Starfield not to be there for two reasons. One, if it was, if everything was pre-planned, and Starfield was going to be coming out around the same time, then they wouldn't even bother. They'd be like, "Cool, we're going to do QuakeCon, but Starfield's on his way." Other than maybe like just have some advertisement around and show the trailer, we're not really going to do anything because we don't want to ever play our card early. And then it got delayed, and they went, well, we're not going to change QuakeCon plans. Yeah, I guess that could be the case. I just don't, like, what's the point in having an event center around your company if you're not going to show, like, one of the most exciting things that's coming out relatively soon for your company? Because we got to go show Quake again, bro. I know. Quake so. Champions, too. We're running it back. Remember all that hyper-popularity from the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Anyway, it's been uh it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh not a whole lot, you know, doing the normal rigmarole. Um just watching some things, doing the old anime things as per usual. Uh, I started watching uh The Captain. I'm two episodes into that, which is the Derek Jeter documentary. It's it's actually really fucking good. The the funny thing about that, mm-hmm. I haven't started watching it yet. I need to. Uh and I forgot that's what the title of it was, and I immediately thought that you were watching something Star Trek. Ah, there is a documentary called The Captains. That's, I believe. that's what I thought. Because it's Picard, isn't it? Yep, it's Picard. Yeah. It's all of them. Oh, is it all of them? I think yeah. for some reason I thought it was only him. Um, also watching, started watching the Terminal List. It's uh something. It's like a B film, basically, but it's. A, sh- a shell. It's like a. It's okay. It, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's what it is. Um, that's about it for the most part. I don't think I played it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play anything this week. Um, we finished Sniper Elite. Yeah, like two weeks ago, I think. Was it? I don't remember if that was. Yeah, because we talked about it last show. I think. Did we? Yeah. Or did we say we needed to finish it? I don't remember. No, we finished it. Did we? Okay. We finished it a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know. I just gotta get. I gotta get in the right headspace and start playing games. And like, I kind of gotta get over this like psychological barrier I have, where like I feel like if I start a game, I have to finish it. Whereas like I have Game Pass, so there's no reason why I can't just like play a game for five minutes and be like, I don't like this. Move on. That's the that's the best part about Game Pass. In so. Oh. It's oh, whatever. This one didn't work. I have a whole new solution. Yeah. Before, it's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome with like an you know, initial purchase. And you're like, oh, man, now I got to play it. There is someone at work who um, he just converted recently to PC Master Race. And uh, he he wants to play Phasmophobia at some point. So I think, Ooh. yeah, I think uh, spooky time. Some phasmophobia might have to happen at some point. You're gonna have to put yourself in your VR rig for it. Yeah, that was the thing. Was I was like, I have it. I actually already own it, and the whole point was to play it in VR. So, boom, shablagu. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Same, uh, same stuff. Some show, new WoW season. Doing the WoW things. Got another box of donut maps done. That'd be freshly frosted. Oh. Finished off another box of uh, puzzles. <laughs> I don't know why I have such a hard time, like... Accepting that that game is really good. That, that... I, I Every time you talk, you do this. Like, I'm always, like... 
at a loss as to what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just a puzzle game. That's all it is. I know. I'm just like... And I'm just like vibing in it, man. It's good. It's fine. Happy for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise it's just WoW. WoW started a new season, so it's... Hey, here's some dungeons from 10 years ago. Do you remember how to do those? Nope. Nope. I'll so, figure it out, though. A whole lot of learning and watching everybody complain and learn again and just kind of vibing. I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. It's, a new, it's a new fresh pace. That's fine. Which, that's what I like. You're allowed to enjoy it, even though the internet tells you you're not supposed to. You want to know what the internet can do. It can... <laughs> trying to think of anything exciting that happened this week oh and i've been was... working out i don't know if that's like a podcast thing but i can be you know making your life better it's it, part of it is i think i need to just do it for uh accountability accountability that's the part of like me sending it to you guys wasn't a look at me because i think he, he was even... he wasn't flexing on us but he was flexing i on was us flexing in the technically in the video uh <laughs> but in in like doing that in where I think I I look okay in like certain ways or whatever, I also still think it's not as good as I think it is. If that makes sense, like you, you know how you, you know how you see yourself sometimes as somebody else doesn't see you. Yeah, you will notice physical changes. Though there's like that rough like average week thing where like yeah, you'll see physical changes like. Four weeks or whatever, X amount in, and then people will start noticing things generally. Like, yeah, yeah, there's double the, that. There's, there's the the chain. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's the scale of where you go. Oh, that's different, and then eventually somebody goes, oh, that's different, and you go, okay, now we're there. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's mostly for like the accountability thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I if I share it with somebody. Then I have somebody at least to be like, so how's that going? And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I got to get back. I got to go work out today. That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't know where the running conversation came out of those you two idiots. That's for, because, though. like, my thing was. Well, you your know, thing you, is you were a runner. Yeah. Well, that's my, my way of working out, too, right. is I'll start running. And that was my whole thing. It's like, oh, you're working out? I guess I got to fucking start working out. Right. And then Dewey drops, let's do the Boilermaker in a year. And I'm yeah. like, excuse No. I'd rather die. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's go running. No. The crazy thing would be if I said I will do the 5K in my hometown in October when that happens. What's that? Two months to train for a 5K? Yeah. I think you can do it. I think this is the weird. I think you could do it to complete the 5K. Yeah, not not competitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to be in the top top ten, but no, you're going to finish. I would be in the top ten if I trained for two years. You're not Ken- are you Kenyans. They show no, up. this is no. They show up and kick ass. And no, just be like, what's up, Kenyan? Not that I know Fuck of, you. but they still like the people that win it run like sub eighteen minute five k's. Oh, so <laughs> where are you running to, guys? <laughs> you think there's a fire behind you or something? Come on, relax. But anyways, that's the yeah, running thing out. for me. Like this, yeah. yeah, working out, doing just a bunch of like different. Well, I say a bunch of different stuff, mixing it up every time because 
other than like a couple things that I like, I'm trying to figure out what I like and what I don't like mm-hmm. and what I can actually do versus what I can't do. Like the one thing I think I'm missing that would change a lot of what I do is either buying a full rack of dumbbells. Okay. Which I don't need anything lower than like a 10, but even just having the range at every five increment from 10 yeah. to 50 is a lot. Or buying a, an adjustable set mm-hmm. that can go up to each being 50. Yeah. Because I have an adjustable set, but they're it's like the cheap adjustable and old adjustable. So it's like you can, if you were to balance them both, I think they're both 15 pounds. Yeah. At max. You could obviously load up one, but then you can't do certain things because you need them both to be the same weight. And the true ideal way would be having... Uh, either like a full dumbbell rack or an adjustable one, but I just every time I look at the adjustable ones, I'm like, I I'm yeah, not I feel slapping like, three hundred dollars down right now. No, that and to I get f- like a good set. Of I feel like the ones. adjustable ones aren't as like satisfying or anything or comfortable or right. like or convenient which to is, use. Which is the thing with the adjustable ones. But then it's like if I'm gonna buy a full rack, that's the that's usually more money. Yeah, and harder to get. Like, I could technically go down to Dick's right now. Well, not right now. It's late. But I go down to Dick's tomorrow, buy an adjustable one, and come home. Mm-hmm. And I would have it and be done. I can't go down there and buy a full rack of dumbbells. I mean, maybe I can. But then I have to like get it delivered, and it's a whole thing. Like, I can't throw that in the back of the car. Sure you can. I, I'm bottoming out in the way up here. <laughs> I mean, it's a couple hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It was bad enough when I was moving the weights into the garage and I was using the car for it. And I was only going down the length of the driveway. <laughs> really? I mean, it wasn't like bottoming out yeah, that yeah. bad, but it was like... I mean, you put you put four people in the car and that's probably what the... But it's where the weight is. Yeah, it's all... Well, just... <laughs> just yeah, just space it all around. Space like, it all over a the bunch place. of people. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How, how much do I think they weigh? Okay, I'll get like 150 <laughs> in this seat and like another... <laughs> But yeah, it's uh that's that's the only thing that's like there's and there's ways I could kind of get around it. But like to do a, a true like bicep curl, just the bicep curl. Mm-hmm. I could use my bar, which is probably what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. But then I'm constantly having to swap weight off of the bar. True. Which is annoying. I can curl fifteen, but that doesn't do anything unless I'm gonna curl to like thirty. Yeah. And I'm just going to, all right, all right, yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and just t- essentially do it to just wear out the arm. Mm-hmm. But then I can't ever increase. I would just be going for a lean instead of like a pump. Yeah. I could do it with cables, kind of. But that's just not the same. Yeah, it's just so not. So it's, it's my one hang up right now is that I don't want to spend the money to either get adjustable or get a rack. And if I do, then I don't know what I want to do. In my brain, I want to do a full rack. In reality, I think an adjustable makes a lot more sense. Well, sure, it's the comfort thing and everything else, but it's a space thing. It's an ease of move thing. Like, if you get a good adjustable set, it's not an issue, which I think is the issue, which I think is the main issue. Yeah. Like, getting a good adjustable one. Yeah. Because, like, sure, when we were working, when we worked at Target, 
there was an adjustable one for sale. But like, if you're going to buy an adjustable weight, are you really going to buy it from Target? No. Like, there's a comp- the company that I ordered all my equipment from, they now have an adjustable one on their site that they're partnered with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I've ordered my rack from you guys. So, like, you know, it would make sense if I snagged that. But it's just the it's just the price at the moment. I don't want to rip I don't want to rip it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Not mean, son. That's fair. That's fair. But otherwise it's it's lift and play wow. What else do I need? You know what I mean? I mean Me, myself, and I That's not a, a bad life to live. No, it's not. The only downside is I have to go into work. Ugh. If I work. if I could work from home and then still do that, oh sign me up. Because then I I wake up, do work, on lunch I can go work out, or even once the shift is over go work out. But it's literally walk from the house to the garage. Currently, it is drive forty minutes back home, then work out, then eat dinner. Then I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of ready for a while or whatever. And it's just like, oh, it just delays everything, and then you only have so much time in a while before you're like, I need to actually sleep. And yeah, the the drive taking an hour and a half of my day is what kills me. New job. Just let me work from home. I can do the same job. All right. Petition. Let's start our petition. My petition is come the end of the year, I have a way that I can only like be there some of the week. Like three days with two home days. Mm-hmm. That's my petition for the end of the year. Then then I'm I'm all set. Work out all the two home days. The three days I'm at work are my off days. Problem solved. Yeah. Then I can pump you up. I can't do the whole... Hans and Franz are going to pump you up. Like I say, I can't do the whole Hans and Franz things. Hmm. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's it. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.